do 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 why stop and one two three four uh-huh. <laughs> and oh. get it. hello and welcome to fit versus fat my name is kayla also known as kalo fit and I am Sierra, also known as Sierra Fat, but I can't get into my Instagram right now, so I haven't even posted one mother-freaking picture. But why can't you get into your Instagram? Because I got a new phone. Okay. And I went to go log in, uh-huh. and it said my password's wrong. I said, no, girl, my password ain't wrong, because I just made this account, so I remembered the password. But wouldn't your I- did you not save it on your iCloud, like a normal person? I guess not. But, like, with TikTok, I could bring this phone next to my old phone, and I'll say... Scan this barcode and we'll log you in. Oh. I thought Instagram would do that, but... TikTok is next level. Yeah. I'm sad so, about it. That's really So, upsetting. I can't get into my Instagram. So, if you feel like you've been ignored by Sierra... It's, I can't It's it. not her. It's Instagram. Sorry. We can blame it on that as long as we want. Yeah. <laughs> and I still won't try to figure out how to log in. Eventually. I will log in. All right. It. Sweet. Well, uh, after last week's podcast, I think I got stuck in traffic because there's a giant accident and it took me over an hour to get home. That's and it, I got home at like what? Close to 11 o'clock. Yeah. You got home pretty late. What the fuck? What the fuck? How was your traffic on the way here? Um, it was actually decent. Decent. I was, was going to say decently something, but decently, decently something. what? No, it wasn't bad at all. I came from, um, like I don't, know. don't tell them where you live. I'm not going to. Well, I didn't come <laughs> I from came where from I live. this address. <laughs> but, yes, I live at no, but um, I came from way up. Yeah, like way past up Atlanta. there. Way yeah. up there. And it was like only. I mean, it was 45 minutes. There was one accident mm-hmm. Prone. before I got on the highway. Yeah. Though, but once I got on the highway, it was good. You Gucci. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I haven't seen you in a week, so. How was your week? It's been a little over a week. So we recorded last Friday. It's now Sunday. You guys will be hearing this tomorrow, which is Monday. Yeah. Good job. I know my days of the week. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, How have you been? Um, good. I've been doing the same shit I always do. Yeah. Working. <laughs> um, I got a dog. Yeah. He's not my dog. Yeah, I was going to say, you need to clarify but that. But I'm watching him. and It's a horse. Yes, he is a Great Dane. Mm-hmm. But he is so freaking sweet. Yeah. He's such a cuddle butt. <laughs> and I just want to hug him all the time. And I'm really sad that I even have to leave him ever. Do you feel like it's going to make you want to get another dog? Probably not. No? No. You don't think so? No. Not. I mean, I'm keeping him for, I think, like four or five months. So you'll have him for a while. So then. I'll be good. Yeah. When it's time for him to go, I'll be like, all right. It's like babysitting a child. You're like, you kind of want a kid and then you babysit a kid and you're like, yeah, let's rethink uh, that. Yeah. So, but that's the new thing in my life. Wow. He's great so far. I've only had him for I mean, like he's a great days. Dane. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's why. No, I'm done. Should I do stand up? leave. All right. Can you turn this camera off? All right. We'll see you guys camera. next week. There's no cameras. Can you turn this microphone off because I'm done? No. How about you? Um, it was good. I feel like it was the longest week ever. Really? I don't know why. Even just like, I think since, since daylight savings time, the days have felt so long. Mm-hmm. Like, are you, have you felt affected by it at all? Nope. What? The only thing that scared me was, I don't know, it was like early on in the week. I mm-hmm. woke up at like 6.30 and it was light outside and I 
like slapped Stephanie and I was like, bro, we are late. And then I looked at my phone and I was like, oh. Okay, we did. We kidding. Gucci. Yeah, see, that's what I've been waking up at like 7 a.m. And I, I don't, I don't know what it is. Obviously, it's already light out. Mm-hmm. When does the sun rise now? Who knows? All right. Well, maybe I can look that up later in my spare time. We're not weather people. <laughs> You're right. But. <laughs> is that weather? <laughs> that, Meteorologists? Uh, no, that's, well, let's not tell people how sorry, dumb sorry, we sorry, are. <laughs> but I've been waking up at 7, but I'm, I'm in bed by like 8.39. Love like, it. Like, even at, like, client check-ins or calls, and I'm doing them, and I'm like, all right, well, when this call's over, I'm snoozing. Good night. I was passed out by, like, 10.30 easily last night. Good for you. Good, but also, like, I just feel like the days are so much longer because you have an additional four or five hours of just straight darkness at night when I feel yeah, like the sun Yeah, I don't like that out. it gets dark early because now when I leave here, I'm going to have to drive in the dark, and I'm kind of pissed about it. You scared of driving in the dark? I can't see in the dark. Do you need glasses? Uh, probably dark glasses. Wait, what? <laughs> Night vision. <laughs> Is that goggles? what they call them? No. I'm going to need some dark glasses. <laughs> no, I really, it's not like over the last like two years, uh-huh. I've developed this thing where like, I just can't see in the dark. Like when I'm driving, <laughs> I can't. What? I don't know why. Are your lights on? Huh? Yes. <laughs> yes, they're on, but they're facing downwards. Tell them to face up. I can't. So I have to drive with my brights on and people get mad at me, but... I would get really pissed. Would you rather me blind you or, or not be able to see? Either I mean, way, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we catched up. Catched up. Yeah, catch up. Catch I actually up. have loved ketchup. <laughs> uh, no, seriously. I haven't had ketchup. Why are both of our eyes watering? Oh, no. I'm allergic to these cats. <laughs> This is a fucking shit show. What's going on? This is a rough one. This is really rough. I think we're both crying. Um, talking about ketchup. Sure about it. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the topic. So today's topic is me basically talking about my show, um, summer shredding, my first show ever, competing as a figure competitor this year. What that was like. I'm pretty sure Sierra has no clue about that world. She called it my muscle Why? contest. I'm fat? No, shut the fuck up. You called it a muscle contest. I'm pretty sure on last podcast. That seems to be what it is. So, all right. Um, so we're gonna kind of dive in and talk about that. So Sierra's prepared a bunch of questions that she's gonna ask me. I'm just kidding. She hasn't prepared shit. So we're just uh, winging it. I feel like best conversations come from when we don't write anything down. Yeah. So um, what questions did you have for me <laughs> about my competition? Like we can start from the top. Yeah. So first question would be what even like was it always a goal of yours to compete or was it just like something that happened that you were like dang like. I just want to compete. Like, I'm just going to do it now. You know what I'm saying? No, like, yeah, no, I got you. Um, I would say I definitely did not always want to compete. I think I was super against it in the beginning. Yeah, because I don't remember. That's what I'm, like, trying to think back yeah. to is, like, if I ever remember you, remember you, remember, remember you wanting to be, like, I'm going to compete. I'm going to yeah. compete. Like, no, I don't think you were ever I didn't. Like that, so. I was actually kind of against it. I think when we first met, I was kind of against competing. Weird. Here I am two shows later. Basically... I I didn't I never felt ready. I think that's why I didn't I wouldn't say I hated on the sport. I just didn't feel ready and let alone I saw what it did to people and how they how they acted and stuff like that. It just wasn't it wasn't didn't look appetizing to right. me. Does that make sense? I don't know. Doesn't definitely doesn't look appetizing to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll tell you what looks appetizing. A KFC mashed tater bowl. Oh wow, I haven't had one of those in a long fucking that was time. A stupid joke. I'm always used to get those. Okay. So 
basically, I didn't. I never felt prepared. I never felt ready. I always felt like I was too small. I didn't want to compete in bikini. There's different divisions, right? Please do not toot your horn, sir. <laughs> um, there's different divisions. So there's bikini, figure, physique, bodybuilding, like wellness now is a new one. So bikini is your most common. Like if you're scrolling through Instagram, you probably follow a lot of bikini competitors, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. So that's the most common. I feel like a lot of people just fall into that category. Um, it's more like of a feminine category, I would say, more of like a model like type look. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at figure, which is the category I wanted to compete in, there's more muscle mass. So it's still very feminine, mm -hmm. but it's when you see a, a, a figure competitor on the street, you're like, oh, like she, that girl, that girl lifts heavy, right? That That's a big difference there. Right. Some people might be offended by me saying that because bikini girls do lift heavy as fuck, like you guys do, but that's a big difference there, huge. So... <clears throat> I always wanted to have more muscle mass. Right. Never felt like I was ready. I was like, I'm too small. I don't... Uh. Like, you had to have a lot of confidence. Can you shut the fuck up? Dang. Guys, I'm sorry about this. We're... Obviously, I live in the city, so um, there's just horns and dogs and stuff. It's fine. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I never felt big enough or ready. And then you have to have a certain level of confidence, I feel right. like, to put... Literally almost be naked on a stage and you're standing in front of judges and you're like, okay, like look at my body and place me where you think I'm, I should be. Right. It doesn't sound fun to me at all. Exactly. So they would look at me and be like, get the fuck out. <laughs> but it didn't, it just wasn't, I don't know. It didn't make sense to me. At right. That time. Right. So I think once this year hit, I was like, okay, I think I'm finally ready. Like it was just a random day. And I was like, I'm at that point where I'm happy with my physique. I'm very confident with my physique. And I feel like I want to see what I've built over the past three years. Mm -hmm. Right? Because you're shredding down and you can see everything that you've built, which is super cool. Right. Because that's three years of work I put in, but I never really was truly able to see it. Sure, I would shred down. I would lose weight every right. year. But it wasn't at the, like, at the level that I did. You know, I got down to 12% body fat. It was... <laughs> Yeah. Me at age 12. Shut the fuck up. It was next level. I mean, the, the, the way I felt would not is not amazing, but being able to see your body at that was just like unlike anything I've ever experienced. Right. So I guess that kind of answers your question there. You just wanted to see your work. Yeah, basically. Okay. I wanted to like reveal what the hell was under what I've built over the past three years. Okay. Cool, man. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, I'll move on to the next question now. <laughs> How many shows have you done? Two? Two shows, yeah. Were they different? Like, were you in different categories in each one, or did you go for the same Both figure. Both okay. figure. Both shows were a little different. One, the first show was an NPC show, which is basically, that's how you can get your pro card, right? There's different confederations that you can compete in. There's like a natural confederation, then there's NPC, which is like technically un people who are unnatural can compete in. Um, so those are the two big differences there. Now my first show was NPC. I did win my class and then I actually won the overall as well for my first show, which was freaking dope. Okay. That qualified, thank you, thank you. That qualified me for nationals, which I'll probably be competing in next year. Whenever I feel I'm ready, I'm not 100% sure where my head's at with any of that. Mm -hmm. But that's a thought. Uh, my show that I just competed in in October, that was just more of like a fun show, like get myself in front of different like brands, like Alphalete, which I love Alphalete, you know that. 
um, and obsessed. obsessed a little bit. Yeah. So it, it got me to be able to get in front of those people, meet people I've been watching on social media for so long, which was super cool. Um, and yeah, so that second show wasn't really, if I would have won, would I have gotten a sponsorship? Yes. Uh, would I have won some money? Yes. I didn't. I took, I don't even technically took second, I guess you could say, but that's what that kind of show was. So it wasn't like that's all that would have came out of that one. But I did qualify for my first show in July. So, yeah. Okay. That was a long answer. Yeah. So what goes into that, like, mentally? Is that, like, is it hard? Like, because you're already a fitness person. Like, that, mm -hmm. it doesn't come natural <clears throat> to you, but you've worked right. so long on, like, eating healthy and working out. Like, did, does that mindset just come naturally now, like, to be able to be like, oh, I want to compete, and now I can stick to... 300 calories a day. I'm joking, <laughs> obviously. But you know what I mean. You yeah. know, like, is it easy or is it like a, sh like a big shift? I would say from my first show to my second show, it was easy. Because mm -hmm. my first show, I mean, nothing about it was easy. Let's just say that. Like, when I say the word easy, I mean, like, it was just, like, I was able to do it. Right. Right? So from first show to second show, that was a, just, I, I was able to, I had four or five days off. It wasn't really off. I was still training. I was still doing cardio. But I wasn't, like, tracking food. It was more of, like, kind of like a little bit of a freedom, right? Mm -hmm. uh, four or five days I was in Florida. I ate out most meals. Mm -hmm. um, I think a couple of days we had a balanced breakfast, but that was it. It was a ton of junk, honestly. Um, from there, I went into a seven, eight-week prep for my next show in October. And that was, that was simple. It was like, okay, I just get right back on track. Like, right. I had four or five days to just enjoy myself, have fun, and then I was craving to get back on track. I was like, okay, I have another show. I have this in mind. I know what I need to do. So I just jumped right back on and right. continued, right? Now, those final weeks before summer shredding in October was the hardest thing I've ever done, ever, right? I was beyond depleted. I was eating, you know, not a lot of food at all, okay? I was doing an hour of cardio on top of my training session. Like it was, I was doing posing practice every day. I was running a company. Like there's, there's so much there that it was very, 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 very difficult. And to be able to have that mindset to do that, it's not easy. Let right. alone, I think if I, if I lived at home with like parents or I lived with like, I feel like I would have probably killed them or they would have killed me. And oh my god, you'd be on Dateline. Literally, it, it just wasn't. It, I was hard to be around. Right. Unless you really understood and knew what I was going through, I was very, very hard to be around. Mm -hmm. I think anybody would when you take away food and tell them to go work out a ton. Yeah. You know. Um, I would probably jump off that balcony. Off the balcony. Okay. Some people, some people can be happy and be good during those times. I just wasn't, hmm. and I think every single prep I'll learn from that. But I, I just, that, that wasn't easy. Now, coming off of prep into off-season, as you would say, I definitely struggled. My cat is really trying to talk to the microphone right now, <laughs> Lofi specifically. But going into this off-season, right, my show was about three weeks ago, I had no end goal. So I struggled there because mm -hmm. it wasn't like, a, okay, four or five days off and then you're back on it. <clears throat> it was a, all right. You're done. That you're done. You know, nothing until next year, right. if anything. So I lost myself in that. And that's where 
I couldn't find that balance. I lost my discipline, right? Mm -hmm. There was nothing I was working towards. Like, sure, I could say, oh, you're working towards maintaining this. You're working towards reversing and having a better metabolism and all that. But that's so different than having people watch you and know this bitch is going to be on stage at this date, this time. Right. And and having that accountability of so many people watching me, like, that's so different. Um, So I would say... The answer to that is, is no, it hasn't gotten any, like it hasn't been easy to like maintain that. And I think that mentality comes and goes for anybody. Right. Um, you know, even me in my position. So right. it's like, I don't know. I don't know. That was hard. I think off season, it's very, very hard. And it helps me relate though to my clients, to you, right? right? To be able to shift that mindset of, okay, yes, I have this goal, but you know, life happens and shit happens and it's not like there's a set date or or that people are going to watch you or what. It's just so different. Right. When you're not working towards something specific. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird to me that it was Mm -hmm. so, like, difficult Like, did it look, like, from the outside looking in, how did did it look? Like you? Like, Like, it didn't look like anything was off mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So that that's even crazier that you had to keep up, like, the social media presence mm-hmm. and be, like, in that place. Right. So, like, do you want... Do you want to do a show again? And if mm-hmm. not, is it because of the fear of falling back into what happened after sure. those shows? Yeah, I think... Show? Yeah. I think that I... As the days go on... And as I talk to different people, my opinion's always changing. And my thought process of it is always changing, right? Uh, I was talking to my dad the other day about it and explaining, you know, the mental side and the emotional side of what I'm struggling with now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just body image. I've never struggled with that before. And now I'm struggling with it. Um, The whole, like, understanding that food is, it's not running away from you, Kayla. Like, you can just eat one, you know? It might run away. (laughs) In my experience. It's 2020 (laughs) at this point. I don't fucking know. But that's, after just experiencing all that and, and, like, talking to my dad about it versus talking to, like, um, you and another bodybuilder about it. Right. It's so fucking different. Yeah. Like, drastically different. And when I'm talking to a bodybuilder, I'm watching a, a YouTube video. I'm like, fuck yeah, like, let's go compete. Like, I'm ready. Throw me back in. Mm-hmm. But when I talk to somebody in the outside world that has no clue about it, and so their perspective is very, very different, like mm-hmm. you, for instance, I really do sit back and think, okay, is that worth it? Right. Is that something I truly want? Is that something I truly want to put myself through again? Right. You know, like affecting others around me or, or giving up this much time of my life to go on stage in front of four or five people for what? Right? Right. Like I would like to get my pro card um, and I have the potential to, but is all of that worth it? That's the question that I keep asking myself. So I don't have a definite answer. Right. I really don't. But I feel like I probably will compete again. You know? Right. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't. I, the mental, like what it comes with mentally, mm-hmm. as well as physically, like that is so much, mm-hmm. so much discipline. And do you think, like, off topic, but do you think you're like struggling with body image because you saw how like small you got and how like leaned out you got and stuff like that like is that why yeah so I've never where I'm where I what I look like now is what I looked like before I cut so it if I look when I look at past pictures so when I was super super lean and I like never looked at past pictures of myself I was right. just like this is what I look like this is what I am whatever this is dope 
when I did look at past pictures, I think it was like two or three weeks out, I was like, I had, I didn't even recognize myself. Like that's how skewed and fucked up my head was. All I saw was shredded Kayla. All I saw was Kayla with abs and obliques and veins and everything. That's all I saw. So the first time I saw that, I was, it kind of scared me because right. I was like, oh my God, like that, my brain instantly went like, who the fuck is that? Like, that's not what you look like. That's, you right. know, so then going into off season, gaining 16, 17 pounds in a week and then looking in the mirror, I'm like, I'm back at that point. So right. I'm getting better now and I'm definitely trying to not break myself down in the mirror as much as a lot of us do right. as a female that's normal i think males as well right but every day it's getting easier so i'm trying to look at past content more and see okay well you looked like this before and you never had an issue like right. I, would, I would never have an issue taking my shirt off ever when i looked like this before right and now i do also i have 50 dots under my armpit that i need to deal with right but 55 55 to be exact but that's I don't know. And to answer everybody's questions, I know you guys are just asking out loud right now <laughs> what happened to my armpit. It's folliculitis. It's an inflammation of the follicle. And basically I shaved, opened up all the follicles, and then it was like, woo, and just swam freely. And then I just got Ew. all the dots. What? Swammed freely? Like, what was I supposed to say? Not swam. <laughs> <laughs> I could throw up right now. But that's the update on my armpit. I'm not dying. So I know Sierra's really happy about that, but I'm not dying. <laughs> so yeah, that's the update on my armpit. But yeah, I don't know. I just, it's to be able to, because at first I didn't see a positive side of what I was going with, with binge eating, with body image struggles. I, I couldn't find a positive. I was like, why am I going through this? Why do I feel this way? Why did I put myself in this position? Like, I just kept asking why, 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 why? And then finally, I, come to, I came to a realization of, okay, I went through this and I struggled through this because now I can relate to so many fucking people. It's unreal. Now I can be a way better coach. Right. Because I know what that feels like versus me being like, you know, okay, well, this is how I would deal with it. But, but I never, I could say I that, know, right. but I don't actually know. Yeah. You know, I can only aid and help so much right. and I'm not as relatable. I'm so much more relatable now, you right. know, like me sharing about the binge eating, me sharing about the struggling with tracking, me sharing my body image struggles on social media is helping so many people. So yeah. like when I found that answer, it's allowed me to be like, okay, well, this is the new you and this is why you went through that. And so now I can understand it and I can't, I'm not beating myself up right. about it as much. I'm just learning through it and I don't know, helping so many more people, but it's kind of crazy because, you know, a week ago I was... Every day is so different. Right. Every day is so fucking different. But today I would say is a really good day. I feel great. I'm, I'm definitely have a lot more body positivity. Right. Um, but I would never have this if I never competed. So right. that it's is... Like, it's, it's, so, so far to me. Yeah. The muscle contest. <laughs> that shit don't sound fun. Mm -hmm. Like, not even a little bit. Yeah. So, the people who do it, kudos to y'all, because yeah. I'd rather freaking chew my own arm off Honestly. and poop it out and eat it again. Like, oh. that's what I would <laughs> that's rather really do. That's really fucking intense. That's what I would rather <laughs> that's do. That's really intense. Damn. But I guess it's like, I don't know, that's so crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even form a sentence, because, yeah. like, you see it on the surface, and you're like, like, from someone looking at it like me, mm -hmm. I'm just like... Dang, like, you have to be dedicated to do that. Yeah. Like, but I, nobody, like, 
we truly, people on the outside truly don't know how much of an actual struggle it is. Mm. Even for people who have been healthy, who have worked out, like, yeah. who have done this their whole lives. Right. Like, it just seems like something about those, like, those competitions and stuff is, mm. like, it's, like, triggering. It is. And it's that's wild. I think it's so important that we talk about it because, and for you to be able to, like, talk to and see the other side perspective. But people think that competing is, like, like, if you're into fitness, oh, I'm going to compete. Well, no. Yeah. You know, like, you have to really ask yourself, do you want to get to that level? And then no matter what you do, you will have to deal with those negative things that come out. Yeah, after. that's, like, traumatic. A little that's bit. That's literally traumatic. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That's so crazy to me. I can't believe that. Like, I, why are shows even allowed? It's just a, I don't know. I mean, you can ask a football player though, right? Like with yeah, head, true. like with like head injuries, concussions, like right. it's the same thing. Excuse me? <clears throat> what? <laughs> like why would, you know, if, if you had kids, would you let them play football? You know, I feel like that's a common right. thing because that you're like putting in yourself in a position to fuck yourself up. Like right. yes, technology is advanced, but it's, it's, I would say it's not a hundred percent the same, but it, it definitely can be a similar thing. Yeah. That's that's really intense. And I yeah. guess because I'm not in that world, mm-hmm. it seems almost ridiculous to me yeah. that somebody would put themselves through that. But, like, yeah, something that would seem ridiculous to you is why the hell do you eat McDonald's for breakfast, like, like lunch and dinner? The lunch and dinner. Why would you do that? <laughs> I'll know. Yeah. Because I'm a fatty. <laughs> that's all I got for you. But, like, seriously, like, just, like, to put myself in that world when I have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Just looking at it and talking to you. Are they okay? No. Um, just looking at it and, like, talking to you, it really sounds Not, horrible. Yeah. Like, it, that's... It, it is. It's, 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 a, it's a sport where you it you you pay to suffer. You pay to go Be critiqued. through pain. Like, what? Yeah. You're, you're paying to literally hurt yourself, starve yourself overwork yourself is that a word yeah because that's a job bro yeah that ain't that is that's a job the amount of time i have can you imagine like people with like Mm -hmm. regular nine to fives people do it competing with kids married oh no girl yeah no Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. sounds like something that i wouldn't chew my arm off (laughs) before i did that yeah it's definitely very very different and i'm happy that i get the opportunity to I guess, like, say that out loud. Because right. I feel like people are like, well, it's cool to be like, oh, well, like, that's easy. And that, like, nothing about that was was fun, guys. <laughs> nothing yeah. about it, you know. Sure, I, had, I definitely had some good days where I was like, this is what I live for. This is what I'm meant for. But I had just as many bad days where I was like, I am not meant for this. Fuck this. Right. I, I'm going to eat a fucking donut right now. I don't want to go do cardio. I don't give a fuck about posing. Like, that's just where I was. You know, I don't... I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Are you on? Because I'm so bored of your story. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I am going to yeah. round it out with my last question. Yeah. Which is, I need to hear about how much this shit costs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can I hear about that? Or is that like a hidden secret? No, Are we allowed I'm down. To talk about this? We're down to talk about it. Okay. So, I need you to tell me about the prices. Because yeah. when we were talking off, you know... You almost uh, said week. camera. You almost said yeah, camera. Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not off microphone. Off mic. <laughs> we were talking about it then. You were telling me, like, I was like, oh, yeah, your tan looked really good. And you were like, 
yeah, I paid somebody to do that, blah, blah. Uh-huh. I was like, wait. What? Huh? Yeah. So you can just dive in. Talk to me about prices. So basically, I'm going to be really blunt with y'all. I'm going to tell you the cost of fucking everything. So my suit alone, which this was a steal, right? Normally for a suit, you're probably paying minimum like three, four hundred dollars. Okay. Do people make these? Yeah, they're custom made. Okay. And you're, or you're like, you can range up to close to a thousand, depending if you want Swarovski, if you want. Like, there's so much you could do. You can buy a custom. You can get it made custom. Like, there's so much you could do there. So, I just throw it in my mouth. Yeah. I got lucky. I paid 250 Okay. Okay. And I used that suit for both shows. So, that saved me money. Tanning. Right. And, guys, understand, I went through two shows in July and in October. Okay. So, just take this price and multiply it. Right. Okay. Uh, I have... You have your tanning, which is usually about $125 to $150. Tanning? Yes. No. You get naked, you stand I in there, and they spray for, for you. For a spray tan, that's about it. $150. Okay? Oh, hell no. So that's your spray tan. Okay. Um, hair. You want your hair done? $125 to $150. So you don't straighten your hair. You I, they, like, I pay $107 for someone to straighten my hair, basically. And no. Because you know your girl cannot fucking do that. Okay. Makeup, $125 to $150. So, so those are just the three things you have to have, right? Now, you have your entry to the show. That usually ranges uh, from 100 to 150, right? For summer shredding, it was 250. Mm-hmm. For uh, my NPC show in July, you have your entry into the show, but then you also have to buy an NPC card, which is about 100 to $100, $120, okay? So right there, we're probably already up to, what, 600, 500, 600? I don't know. I'm not good at math. Um, now, hotels, Okay, you're gonna want to be at the venue or next to the venue. You're right. depleted. I was you have a tan. You have no energy. Yep, you, you, you gotta be there. So hotel for 24 to 48 hours. Houston, we were there for three four days. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's even more expensive. Then you have a rental car if you're somewhere you don't know. Okay, that was in Houston. That was about 340. Dollars. Okay, okay, okay. Um, this is horrendous. See, even more yes. reasons why I would never do this. Yep. Uh, I paid for um, the tickets for at Summer Shredding. I paid for morning and afternoon tickets because I wanted to see the show and I wanted to stay and see my show after. That was Whoa. that was $120 per person. So me and Dan, $120 per person for the morning and $120 per person for the night. Wait, I paid for it. To be in this show and you still had to pay to watch other because people? Because of COVID. Yeah, you had to have a ticket and have a seat. Oh, no, girl. So, yes. Now, let's talk about food. Mm. Let's talk about paying for a coach. I had a luxury of my coach being my other coach on my team for AuthenFit, mm-hmm. right? So, we run that together, and we don't – because he coaches me, I'm not going to – like, we, I just don't pay him. We both pay pull right, or whatever, right. right? So, when it comes to that, if you have to pay for a coach, you're looking at anywhere from – Two hundred to three hundred and fifty dollars a month for a coach. Okay? But like, you have to pay for them to go to the show with you and everything too, right? No, or they, no, no, they do that. Okay, that's okay. just what they do. Uh, then my posing coach, right? That's an additional payment. Um, what else? Food was a lot. You know, like I was at the grocery store every day, if not every other day. And then, I mean, post show. We spent a hundred dollars at every single meal post show, so we were spending like four or five hundred dollars a day on eating. Oh my there. god! Yeah, it was disgusting. But I wanted to enjoy myself. Right. I wanted to eat the foods that I couldn't have forever. Um, so, if you round it on, I'm pretty sure me and Dan did the math. It was around twenty five hundred dollars to three thousand dollars just for summer shredding. 
that doesn't include my show in July. So this is the Houston show. This is the Houston show. About 2500 to 3000 Oh, no. I'll throw up right now. Yeah. I will literally puke. Yeah. So to those that want to look into competing, you better start saving your damn money. Don't pull from your damn college fund. Start saving because it's very, very expensive. And don't try and do a show without a coach. That's the dumbest thing you could ever do. Really? Yeah. You need somebody who needs to watch you control those things, especially if you don't have the knowledge. If it's somebody who's not like in the fitness industry and studies that, mm-hmm. how, are, how is somebody going to put themselves on stage to embarrass themselves? It ain't worth it. Pay I'd the money it. for a coach. <laughs> Pay the money for a posing coach. Those are the two most important things that you could do. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot. No, I don't like it. Yeah. I'm tired of this. It's so expensive. But I'm sick of this bullshit. Yeah. We need to read the email. I have to pull that up. So every single week we get sent. Are you logged into it on your phone? Nope. Oh, shit. I don't think I am either. I lost everything. Every single week, uh, we ask you guys to send us in an email. Last week, we did not do it just because we completely forgot to do it. We were also short on time. I'm not even logged into my Gmail. This is going to go really well. This is a long one. That's a long one, girl. This is. Okay, so this is from um, Megan Ball. Shout out to you. Um, we're going to just, we're going we're gonna to read this all. What is up, y'all? I found Kayla on TikTok around the time of her first show and decided to start following on IG. I started listening to the podcast after Kayla posted about it on her IG story last week, maybe. This was, she wrote this in about the 26th or 27th of October, 24th of October. Um, I enjoy listening to podcasts a lot, especially while working from home every day, thanks to Miss Rona. (laughs) Shout out to Rona. After Kayla yelling at listening, at, what? After Kayla yelling at listening to listeners about Sending in emails about their fitness journeys. Sarcasm here. I know you were meant to. <laughs> she is mean. Yeah, I am mean. Um, I thought I'd share my story. When I was in high school, I lived with my dad and my sister, and we often didn't have much food in the house. I got free lunch at school eating whatever they were serving. Quesadilla pizza was the bomb. Yet, yeah, bitch. That sounds good. Quesadilla pizza was my mother. Shit. <laughs> Are you going to go make some of that now? Oh, my God. I can never make it like the goddamn lunch no, you ladies. you can't. You really can't. I'm pretty sure that shit was, like, frozen. Uh, and then a lot of times we'd have a tombstone pizza or maybe nothing for dinner. I was the kid that asked my friends at lunch if they were going to finish what they were eating. Growing up in Pennsylvania with friends the size of toothpicks, I always saw myself as the fat friend, even though looking back on pictures, I was just an average-sized kid. Family told me I needed to watch what I ate because I liked sweets and I held on to weight more than... My tracks are older sister. I played softball religiously up until ninth grade. Uh, shout out to Sierra. Hello. <laughs> and played other sports sporadically, soccer, track and field, basketball. My freshman year of high school, I moved to Indiana. And if you're unfamiliar, they are pay-to-play fees for school teams. Basically $300 fee up front before uh, uniform fees, travel, etc. I don't know if other schools have this, but school sports in Pennsylvania um you didn't have to pay for much this kept me from trying out from any sports because i know we didn't have the extra money like i said i was eating very little in a day with little to no nutritional value i was around 5'4 130 pounds when i started high school but i thought i was super fat i think i was about that i was like 120 and 5'5'4 around that yeah i was 130 pounds when i was about six and how tall are you six years old i was 130 pounds Damn. <laughs> no, I'm uh, five three. Okay, so we're about ten. Yeah. I met my boyfriend now husband. Congrats. Around Christmas, my freshman year, and his family took me in and always had me over for dinner. Would pack me snacks to take home and had good intention of making sure I was taken care of. While I will be forever grateful for them, I gained eighty pounds through high school and went to college feeling awful about myself. I did dance, freshman and sophomore year of high school. Then starting 
started working a bunch and graduated early my junior year. I then went to college about 45 minutes north at Ball State University at 17 years old, feeling awful about my body and knowing nothing about health and fitness. Now bear with me, this is where the story starts to change a bit. My freshman year, I joined the women's ultimate frisbee team. Ultimate frisbee is fun. Have you ever played that? Uh, no. No? Not even in gym? No, I've played frisbee golf. I, not the same thing. Completely different. Okay. okay. I joined the women's ultimate frisbee team and found my people. This team gave me friends, happiness, and cardio instead of gaining the freshman 15. I think I lost about that. Okay, hey, girl. Shout out to you, girl. I think in my sophomore year is when I found Julie. What does it say? Jewel Ledbetter. Julie Ledbetter. Julie Ledbetter on Instagram and started learning about macros and weightlifting. I learned counting macros was a little too concrete for me and I started getting a little obsessive, so I decided not to track, but just to eat mindfully. Very good decision there. I used my way into the gym and would go at 5 a.m. when I knew not many other people were there. Dang, that's crazy. As I was still trying to learn from and wasn't very comfortable lifting, I bought Julie's weight tra- training made simple guide and started bettering myself. And I'm really struggling with reading right now. Yeah, you're going through it. <laughs> okay. My junior year, I stopped playing Ultimate Frisbee because I found I was letting myself only focus on that and not on school. I made a best friend from a summer job and we lived together my last two years and started working out together and encouraging each other to eat better. That's huge. Having a buddy through that process literally is game changing. I actually taught her about macros and she's a little powerhouse now, lol. Her Instagram is at moves like menke, M-E-N-K-E. During all this time, I was doing good, feeling good about my body and was seeing small changes on the scale and stuff. Through, oh my gosh, through college, I sat around 200 to 215 pounds. But once I got engaged my junior year on the holidays, I knew I wanted to look good for my wedding in August of 2019. So I continued tracking my calories in my fitness pal and worked out maybe one to three times a week and dropped from 211 um, in, what is that, 11, that's November, November of 2019 to 170 um, in 6 of 2019. What month is that? June? June of 2019. That's huge. So maybe it's... So she lost 41 pounds. That's crazy. 41 pounds in like seven months. Damn. That's good. That's a healthy weight loss, right? That's good. I was doing it really healthfully and was not restricting or anything. I was so proud of myself. Once I graduated, I didn't have access to a gym anymore, so I focused on nutrition for the next couple months until the wedding and got down to about 165. Honestly, I'm going to plug in progress pics because y'all got me excited about talking about this. We had to alter my wedding dress five times. Holy shit. That's fucking awesome. Like, hell yeah. Fuck it. Like, keep altering that shit. Like, that's so amazing. Let me blow your mind again. It's now a year post-wedding, and I'm back up to... 205 210 pounds. I know. I completely fell into marriage and loving with food and had a lot of nights of ice cream dates and Oreos in bed. Girl, let me tell you. Relationships bring food. They really fucking do. That's all I'm gonna say there. Also, so much pizza. Love pizza. But I'm ready to lose the weight and keep it off this time. I'm ready to change my lifestyle for the food and invest in myself. I got a Planet Fitness membership, and the day after I hear y'all roasting Planet Fitness, <laughs> but it's fine. My bad. They're cheap, so... They are cheap. Girl, if you need a gym, if you need a gym, just go to it. I just... I don't know. I've never been. I've never been. I've had it because it was cheap. It was cheap. And then... But it wasn't always... But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, okay. I've been to the gym five days this week, and I feel freaking awesome. These 5 a.m. workouts fuel my entire day, and I'm so excited for what's to come. The biggest thing I've learned from you guys is that motivation is temporary. Fucking true. And it's not going to get you very far. Also fucking true. I'm learning that if I want to get where I want to be, I'm going to have to be disciplined. Yes. I've been choosing fat for a while and I'm ready to choose fit. Holy fuck. If that is not a motto. That is the 
the tagline. fucking motto. Oh my god. What if we say that at the beginning of the podcast? I've been choosing fat for a while and I'm ready to choose fit. Or like let that fucking are you resonate. Choosing fit or fat today. Holy shit. That's business. That's good. Wow. She said, keep up the good work, y'all. Love you both. We love Megan. you. Megan. Her Instagram is at M-E-G-A-A-N-K-A-A-Y. And her TikTok is vanilla cone with sprinkles. Fuck yeah. Damn. I feel like I would really love this girl. I feel like I would too. I feel like we're best friends already. Mm, I'm going to go follow her on Instagram. All right, go follow her on Instagram. Everybody go follow her. So thank (laughs) you so much, Megan, for sending that in. That was an amazing story. Um, And that shows that we all go through ups and downs. It's never a perfect freaking line. It's always, it's seasons of life. So I just made a post about this on Instagram a couple days ago. You go through seasons. Like what season are you currently in? Recognize it and embrace it and live that season because it will change before you fucking know it. You don't know why, but it will fucking change. Mine changes a lot faster than others. 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 It really does. I'll be like ready to go for like two days and then I'm like, nah, I'm good. Damn, that was really, really good. That was good. good. That was a good first email back to read. I'm super happy about that. Wow, Megan. Wow, am I ready to choose fit? Ugh, I don't think so. Megan, you fucking killed it. I'm trying to see if we have any reviews, but also let's see if we have any reviews. I don't even know when the last review. Oh, we do have a new review. Do we? Yeah, yeah. It's by, um, so also if you leave us a review and a five-star rating because that's what we deserve. Uh, we we w- are five-star people. We will read your review. So this is from Sleepyhead98. Okay. She's just sleeping. Yeah, me too, sleeping. girl. Um, listening to this podcast a year late, but still awesome content that applies to me. And yes, I've listened to all the episodes all the way through. Hell yeah, Sleepyhead. That's what you're called. <laughs> so that being said, um, go ahead, send your stories in to uh, Fit versus Fat Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. I saw you fix your mouth to just say it. Yes, email. or if you go to our IG Fit versus Fat, there's a link there where you can go to our website and you can send in your story through there as well. Uh, also, go ahead, leave us a review, um, five star. Share on your story or wherever you're listening because that's what helps us get out there more. That's what helps us you know, share your stories to help others, to be able to relate to others so people don't feel alone. Um, We love you guys so much. We do. We do. We will be back next Monday. I know Monday is now your favorite day because you get to listen to us. You're welcome. Oh, my God. (gasps) You just unplugged my computer. But we we freaking... (laughs) Bitch, I almost just fell out of the chair. I'm worried about my computer. We love y'all so much. Thank you for listening. Send your emails in. Leave us a review. And we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye. Bye. Cue the music. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Do 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 do.